This has been a long time coming. If you ain't down with me in the big red machine, Kane has got two words for you. What? Wait, there he is. Where's that speech hey. thing? You don't, you don't need this damn thing anymore. Come on. Let's hear without this thing. Come on! Can't believe this. Kane's got two words for us. Fuck That's uh, that's what I can put together with uh, short notice. Yes, I bailed on the intros this week. You picked it up and, uh, and ran with the ball, unlike Stone Cold Steve Austin in 2002. And uh, so that's what you get on episode 143 of The Mezzanine. Yes. Sleep over with your pals. Me, Slip, Five Eyes on Twitter. Slip. I am at MegaMix.com. Welcome, folks. Uh, welcome. After a week, because <laughs> we had an episode last week and the week before, yeah, and the week before that. So, but you've been we're waiting. Gas <laughs> who's yeah. back? If you have been waiting for us since last Sunday for the sleepover and since last Thursday for the latest episode of Albums Are Dead, our other podcast, you yes. wait no longer. Here we are. Yes, <laughs> we're uh, we're we're uh, live and uh, well, we're not live. <laughs> We're recording this actually on Sunday night, the 19th, and you are actively ignoring SummerSlam, I, 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 I gather. Well, I was kind of watching it, but you know what? The crowd in the Barclays Center seems to be actively ignoring it as well. It's all so quiet. This they had. Uh, so one of the matches I watched tonight was this Ms-Daniel Bryan match. Okay. That, like, they've been building f- in some yeah. form for, like... Eight years and like really yeah. intensely for right. a couple of years and injecting some reality into it, and the crowd yeah. so dead. Like they just really? they just don't care. It's yeah, so it's well. so hard to be invested in this product, and I I I don't know. Like I think people are like that they're kind of conditioned to not care because that's that it makes kind of the outcomes not matter, and which is kind of the point, right? Like it's all just kind of boiled down to entertainment that takes no chances and uh and stretches no boundaries and is just simply content to exist almost yeah the wwe is at this point it's kind of just stuff that happens yeah there's no there's no consequence to anything like even things that are simple like if you have a title shot and you don't win the title you're probably just going to get another shot like in a week or something like that so it's like what you know if you have a chance at the title and you don't win, you should have to wait a long time and it should mean something to you. And they don't even do that. Right. It's, it's, it's rough, man. And I, I mean, I, you saw me tweeting to you about, uh, the show yesterday, the NXT show. Yes. And I mean, it was yes, just I so, watched yet, but I will, it was just so damn good. And for, yeah. for a future, I might as well just tell you while we record for a future, yeah. uh, hopefully a near future episode yeah. of this show. 
I think we're going to have to do an NXT sampler. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be great. Where I will just, I, would enjoy. I, I will just recommend to you, especially like, you know, five or six matches for you to watch yeah. because uh, then you'll get a flavor for the goodness. Yeah. I mean, I watched the last takeover and I was quite impressed. So, or maybe two takeovers ago, I can't remember, but uh, I'm, I think it was two ago. And I, I, uh, I have it on my, on my list of, of things to watch more NXT. Cause it kind of, it kind of is the thing to watch, right? When it's WWE related, you're not getting it from the main roster. No, I I was watching it yesterday, and I thought, you know, the NXT might be the best thing out there right now, only because the quality of a lot of the wrestling, not all of it, I'd still say New Japan's in ring stuff is is the best, but NXT yeah. is really really good. But you also add in the amazing production value of WWE. <laughs> Right. It's the best presentation. You get the best of everything because New Japan is great, but they're they can't match on production quality. They're not even close. No. So you get so. that you get that slickness, like that accessible product that the the WWE brings, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and yeah, you throw in the wrestling, and damn, and it's gonna get better. Like they're gonna. They've already got more dudes, and they're gonna be poaching a bunch of dudes. So we'll see what happens. Yes. Nice. So, uh, yeah, NXT thumbs up from last night. SummerSlam so far, a big dud from you. Yep. Uh, All right. Does, we... does, does Roman Reigns win the title? I don't know. It depends if Brock signs or not. If Sorry, I, I just fell asleep for a second. Oh, I apologize. I thought you were... <laughs> talking about Roman Reigns, and I just don't care. I thought you were legitimately excited and or concerned. No, you know the last time they fought? No, two times ago. Because they fought at that at that sham Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, um, I was like concerned. I was like, I don't want to watch because I I don't want I you know, I I I, I enjoy, I'm a Brock Lesnar fan, but uh, now I don't care. Uh, did you speaking of that Royal Rumble? Yes, it's not really that Royal Rumble, but it reminded me of something that okay. that made people talk about that Royal Rumble. Did you mm-hmm. see that uh, Dave Meltzer got in trouble this week? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, Dave. Dave made Dave and, and Chico made <laughs> made some comments about the looks of a <clears throat> of a of a woman wrestler. Well, and uh, you know they got called in the carpet, and probably rightfully so. And then Dave Meltzer comes on, and he, you know, he he fesses up to it, and he apologizes, but of course also talks about himself for forty minutes. Of course he does. Just like it got to the point where I'm just fast forwarding and he's just still talking. Just like enough. Yeah. You, know, you move on. But and uh, yeah, I saw that. I do it find happens. it funny. And the reason the Saudi show reminded me of that is then you have all these WWF uh, or WWE wrestlers calling him out for it. And it's like you guys work in a company that that wouldn't allow the women to yeah. participate in that show. So maybe like yeah, you're right. He he was wrong about it, but just be quiet. Yeah, I'm not I you know, any any WWE fan uh, has has no leg to stand on. No. Really, you know. But anyway, uh that's that's our uh we're we're actually not talking wrestling this week. No. Is, well, we are kind of <laughs> I mean, but it it's a music show, but we have it's framed around a wrestling event. Yeah, so here's the idea. I came up with this idea, so you, you break it down. Uh, in less than two weeks, we are yes, heading yes. to Chicago for <laughs> All In, uh, the big indie wrestling yes. event on September 2nd. Uh, you will be taking a flight down from Winnipeg. 
Yes, I will be. Uh, but me and our pal at Disco Stew eighty one, who has joined us numerous times on this podcast and on our podcast albums are dead. We will be driving uh, eight hours from Toronto. Actually, technically, mm-hmm. we'll be driving four hours from Toronto to Flint. <laughs> yes, and then the next day, another four hours from Flint to Chicago. And uh, we need to play some music for Stu, who, of course, is from England. Yes. And uh, despite the fact that he's been in Canada for like almost ten years, I'm just gonna. <laughs> and and he just actually he just uh, passed the citizenship test, so he's gonna be having a ceremony in the near future. So congratulations! Ooh, all right. So well th- done, Stu. So you know he's basically other than having the papers in his hands, a Canadian citizen. Uh, nice. I'm just going to pretend that he doesn't know anything about Canadian music. And so we've now, decided he would, be, he would be the kind of immigrant that uh, Maxime Bernier is happy about, I assume. <sighs> Maxime Bernier. Well, yeah. You know why, right? Hold on here. Because <laughs> he's. There you go. Because his skin is white. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we, uh, we decided that uh, we're going to choose the music for Stu's Canadian. Mixtapes that, that we will yes. play on the uh, that I will play on the way down. So, uh, as per usual on this show, you and I have each picked fifteen songs. It's always fifteen. It's uh, like our thing. They 15 are fifteen songs. That's a shirt. Fifteen songs. Uh, they are all Canadian artists. Of course, if there's crossover, yes. we'll call it out. And what we will do is we will go back and forth. We will play the song. When the singing starts, we will talk over it and yes, discuss. Or whenever we get bored of the intro. Yes, and we will discuss what the song is and why we chose it for the mix. Nice and simple. And, uh, Nothing much. Yeah, so I guess we can get right into it, right? Let's do what, it. It's what? your, uh, it's, it's, it's your uh, well, you know what? You're going to have to go first next week. Uh-huh. So I guess, I'll, I guess I'll kick us off. Aside, by the way, from being a Canadian song, was there anything else that, that kind of uh, went into your thought oh. process? Yeah. Wait, oh. Oh. Yes. Yes. Um. Not. Not for every song, but you'll find throughout. There's a little bit of a theme. All right. Uh. Every. Every few songs. There's. There's a little bit of theme running through this. Um. And it won't be that hard to figure out. I believe once we kind of get to my third track, you'll. You'll suss it out pretty quickly. Uh, but my, uh, there's. There's a little bit of a theme. Mine was. I'm. I know. There's probably some duplication with previous uh, episodes, but obviously, mm-hmm. if I went to the most obvious stuff. It would be all stuff that we've played before on the sleepover. Agreed. So I tried to uh, I tried to go a little bit off the beaten path for for what we've played on the show before. I think a lot of people will know all the songs, and also yeah. uh, I tried to represent a good mix of time periods. And I am mm. uh, largely going in chronological order here. All right. So I um, am really when I when I finished up here. I mean, the furthest I go back is about the uh, two thousand. I think nineteen ninety nine. And I'm not going chronological. I just kind of threw a bunch of songs, and uh, and and made sure to add in my my special treat songs um, throughout, sprinkled in there. So um, for me, uh, you know, there's not a lot of uh, it's it, there's it's it's not like there's not a lot of diversity in terms of types of music. It's things I like. So it's again, I like uh, again, recently. not a lot of diversity. So a playlist Maxim Bernier would approve of. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, but I mean, I, I meant more in terms of sound, but you know what? Probably, <laughs> probably when it comes to the people playing the music, yeah, not a lot of diversity. Well, it is Canadian after all. Yeah, yeah, Canadian yeah. Rock, Canadian pop and rock. Um, you're not going to get a lot of diversity. But yes, it's, um, I picked some stuff, some more recent stuff. I just, I had a, I had a CanCon smart playlist and just went, went through it and just picked songs I wanted to include. 
and then uh, and then just whittled it down. So really, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But again, there's a there's a, there's a touch of a theme. So All right. I, I think you and Stu will enjoy it. All right, well, let's go to your track one, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's play it. Whatever I just realized they're singing right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can cut in any time. Uh, we got some uh, classic uh, mezzanine sleepover artist, I'm Mother Earth. Uh-huh. With their uh, 2015 single, Blossom. Uh, one of my favorite I'm Mother Earth tracks. I fucking love this song. And uh, I love that I'm Mother Earth has, in the last 10 years, have released a total of two singles. That's about and all you know what? they this need. And you one, worth it. <laughs> So I would implore go give, give it a give it a look. It's a, give it a full listen, not not just trying to get as much as you can off of listening to it from us, because of course we talk over it. Uh, it is with uh, Brian Burns singing, uh, so no Edwin for you. But uh, I love this song, Blossom. Good track. Enjoy it on the trip. Hey, thanks, brother. <laughs> no problem. All right, here's my first song. <laughs> yes. I can already see it going into the board only on one side, like on the left side, so it's gonna hear all fucked up for when people listen. It sounds okay because I got like a mono thing going on. Anyways. Not on the trip or for the listeners. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh so of course, this is the guess who from our hometown and your current living living town wait how do you call it i would say my only the only town i've lived in my life <laughs> uh it's the guess... years of, of this shit the guess who from winnipeg this is no sugar tonight yes now is this are you including in this uh new mother nature as well no i'm not oh so you're not because guess who of course released this kind of as a split song because the song sounded so similar uh, I don't so it was know. like in some areas you can get no sugar tonight slash uh, new Mother Nature, because they they sound they sound very similar, but this is no sugar tonight. Okay, uh, I believe it is uh, only yes, no sugar tonight. Nice, yeah, yeah. good stuff, buddy. All right, your track two. <laughs> that fucking voice, eh, Burton Cummings? Well, yeah, so part. good. All right, so good. Here we go. Uh, here's my second track, folks. We got the new pornographers. Beauty. Your hands, open parenthesis, together, close parenthesis, off 2010's album, Together. A good album. A jaunty little track. I thought it'd be a good uh, driving tune. And of course, new pornographers, so it's always good shit. What is it? Oof, that's some sauciness. It is some sauciness. So I, I hope you guys enjoy that one as well. Maybe we'll be somewhere. That's that'll be early on, so we'll be somewhere around uh, probably Milton when that plays. Just saying. There you go. There you go. All right. Here's Shout my, out to Milton. My next track. All right. Yes. Oh, 
So, of course, Gordon Lightfoot. Yes. Uh, the track is Sundown. Great song. Um, from the Wickeye. Okay, yes. The song's lyrics seem to describe a troubled romantic relationship, with the narrator recounting an affair with a, quote, hard-loving woman who's got me feeling mean. <laughs> yes. Uh, there are rumors that Sundown was inspired by Lightfoot's then-girlfriend, Kathy Smith, later more infamous, infamously known for her involvement in the 1982 drug-related death of actor John Belushi. Oh. Uh, Lightfoot has commented in interviews that Smith was the one woman in my life who most hurt me. Oh, poor Gord. It's a great track, I have uh, recounted a sleepover previously, but I'll, I'll give I'll give my uh, Gordon Lightfoot story again. I remember my mom used to talk about how she loved Gordon Lightfoot, and uh, then one day she saw him in an interview on TV and he was picking his nose, and then she's like, "I don't like him anymore." <laughs> Moms, well, come on, Gord, <laughs> got to impress the mom. Of course. Uh, um, I also enjoy that one of his I, is it one of his uh, greatest hits albums. It's called Gord's Gold. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It sure is. I don't. I would imagine he didn't pick that one, but you know, you never know. I do. I do. Yeah, I do enjoy. I do, do enjoy that title, though. Mm-hmm. Um, now we come to the part on, on my mix here for you and Stu. Uh, the, a little thematic for for your trip here. You're gonna like this one. It's got a little bit of a long intro. It's worth it, though. I promise. Oh, get ready here. <laughs> it's so bad, by the way. <laughs> and you'll know I hate it. Nope, you'll love it. Nope. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, it goes with <laughs> goes with the intro to the show. Yeah, nice. So we have a uh, finger eleven. Oh, doing a song called Slow Chemical because you know you can't just call it Kane's theme. <laughs> Kane you music. Call it some bullshit fucking modern rock alt raw alt metal bullshit song like Slow Chemical uh, off 2002's WWF Forcible Entry. Have or you? as the guys on the Laps fan would call it WWF Rape. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, you've obviously heard them talk about yeah, that. Of course I have. What a terrible uh, name. Of course. Oh, I know. So for a while, uh, after 2002, Kane, the wrestler, who I hate immensely, um, used uh, this as his as his theme song. Of course, it didn't have the long intro. It just had a explosion of fire. No. I, uh, I saw Finger Eleven uh, a couple months ago. They did not play Slow Chemical. I also saw them, and despite me yelling, please, Slow Chemical, play the Kane song. <laughs> I did. I'm kidding. I did not request this. Um, well, we know. I, I, I will I, put out a disclaimer here. We will not be hearing the other track by a Canadian artist off this same CD. <laughs> hey. On this show. Good. Okay. All right. Here's my next one. What do you got for us? It's just taking some time to build up, but Come it'll on. be worth it, just like the Kane song. 
Yes. I'll get to the singing. Come on. We want to talk. All right. From the Wiki, Echo Beach is a song recorded by the Canadian group Marthen and the Muffins in 1979. Uh, Echo Beach does not refer to the real beach. There is a beach here called Echo Beach. There is. It's a rather symbolic notion of somewhere the narrator would rather be somewhere far away in time. Uh, Mm. The best part about this single, besides the song, and the name of the band. Martha and the Muffins. Let's just hear a bit of the chorus, and then I'll tell you the best thing. Okay, good. (laughs) Work so boring. Uh, (laughs) That's right. The B-side to Echo Beach is a track called Teddy the Dink. (laughs) Nice. I need to hear that song. That's something I didn't know. I love it. Uh, so there you go. And I do not have a copy of Teddy the Dink, but I almost feel like I need to replace Echo Beach with Teddy the Dink. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. But Teddy the Dink. But, you know, I won't. Okay, well, good good track for the road trip. Um, here's some 2018 sauce for you. Don't know what's happening. Hey, say what I'm about. All right, they well, started singing right away, but uh, Chromio, yep, bad decision off their 2018 album Head Over Heels, which is uh, a great album. I mean, uh, some some classic Chromio. I have yet to listen. Well, give it a listen. It's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good album. Um, this track I enjoy is about making bad decisions for a woman. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the chorus. And down on my knees. They are correct. Yeah. You make me want to make a bad decision. So there you go. Uh, some Chromio for your trip. Enjoy. Uh, here is my next track, which I played about two seconds of by accident earlier in the show, but I think you missed it. Here we go. I didn't catch on. No. Chilliwack. Yes. My girl. Open parenthesis. Gone, comma, gone, comma, gone. Close parenthesis. Yes, you did it. Uh, The song spent three weeks at number three in Canada. In uh, the United States, it reached number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100. Nice. Uh, I don't have much else about this song, but I will tell a story. And it has to do with Portage in Maine. Oh, yes. One of the original times that they shut down Portage in Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, was for I believe this this was during the Pan Am Games in 1999, okay. and they had a concert, and uh, the headliner was uh, Great Big C, mm. but one of the openers was Chilliwack. 
Nice. And I forget who the opener was before them. Uh, there was someone before them that played. And throughout mm-hmm. the first pen set, in between songs, I was there with Mistopheles. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's all Mistopheles over and over again. Chilliwack! <laughs> Chilliwack! Just oh, wanting it. Chilliwack to play so badly. Almost as good as uh, as Brock Hindle. Uh, uh, chanting for Bring on the Cock at Sunfest. What do you Tom Cochran? Tom Cochran. Bring on the cock! <laughs> Bring on the cock! Bring on the cock! That was awesome. Go. No, good stuff. Chilliwack. Bring on the cock. All right, it's over to good you. Stuff. All right, here's uh, here's another little uh, little uh, ditty for you. We got the uh, Constantines. All right. Uh, doing uh, "On to You" off their what? What year was this? 2003 album, Shine a Light. Um, if you want some uh, cringe-worthy indie rock, here it is. Um, the Music Online magazine Pitchfork Media placed Shine a Light at number 172 on their list of top 200 albums of the 2000s. So this shit is legit, folks. Wow. I wonder what, I wonder what their uh, rating was. You know, I don't know, but I mean, that, that could, we could figure that one out. But I almost, I almost don't think it's worth the effort. No, it's not. They, they did place it hot. Well, they placed it in their top 200. So I'm assuming it is a eight or more. <laughs> I probably was like, my curiosity was probably peaked by, uh, to, to, to purchase this album because it was released on Sub Pop. <laughs> Look at you. Such a Sub Pop mark. Oh, God, yes. All right, I so, was, anyway. So we went from, what did we do? We went from Chromio... Yes. To Chilliwack. To, Chilliwack, to the Constantines. To the and now we're going to go to this. Okay. <clears throat> yes! So we'll just let this play. Uh, Colin James. Yes! Just came back. Classic. Uh, from uh, 1990 off of his album Sudden Stop, it peaked at number five on the Canadian RPM singles charts, and it won the 1991 Juno for Single of the Year. Nice. Pretty good music video. Yeah, Here pretty we go. good song. Here we go, Paul. You know, and somewhere out there, a young Danko Jones is listening to this. Oh, yeah. Me like, Absolutely. oh, yeah. <laughs> Gonna take your girlfriend. <laughs> so this is like the height of like Canadian content, right? Like it's 1990. There's like a dearth of a dearth of, of Canadian talent producing rock music for rock radio. So, you know, Colin James attaches himself to that rocket and gets a hit out of it. Hey, good for him. Why not? I mean, younger listeners probably don't. I mean, nowadays, you know, there's so many, there's so many, uh, you know, solid Canadian uh, acts in all different uh, variety of genres that 
you know, it's almost not a thing anymore. But back then, I mean, you, there was a, a handful of artists that would get, you know, get like tons of radio play just because they had decent songs. Like Glass Tiger? Oh, God, yes. Big time. I mean, I like Glass Tiger, but CanCon made those guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing against Colin James, but that dude, you know, was, wasn't going to make it big without, you know, being played, you know, 16 times a day because he happened to be from Canada. Now, this song is great. Don't get me wrong. All right. Well, he's got a lady that, that, that cheats on him. Yeah, so He's then he, back to show her, show her up. In the video, he like he goes up to her in real life and harasses her, basically. Essentially, <laughs> but he's the hero. Yell can't just end it. Yell has to yeah. make just, such a big deal out of it. Yeah, he can't just walk away and fucking leave people the fuck alone. You know, exactly. Disgusting. Yeah, it's true. Be- like it's real disgusting behavior. Following, following, following her around like a dog. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so. Uh, so we went from from uh, Chromeo to Chilliwack to Constantine's to uh, to Colin James. Lots of C's in there. Ah. Uh, here's 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 a song that was never on any kind of an album or released as a single. <laughs> You'll enjoy this. <laughs> we're not the Mounties. We're handsome. We're brave. We're strong. We're not the Mounties. Uh, they the. Well, I guess two of the guys singing this are Canadian. The guys singing are Canadian. I, I think it, I think it applies. <laughs> this is, of course, the uh, this would be. Uh, I, I think this is a Jim Johnston uh, composition. The Quebecers singing "We're Not the Mounties." Uh, I know, I know, I'm gonna get a, a pop from, from Stu on this one. So, I mean, the the story of the, uh, behind the song is. So Jacques Rougeau is the Mountie, and he, he becomes the Mountie, uh, his new gimmick in like 19, what, 91 or whatever. And um, he's got the, just, a, just a French horn song as his theme, but he's a, he's a Mountie, and he's like corrupt Mountie. Of course, the RCMP all doesn't like it. So you all can't be the Mountie when he's wrestling in Canada and stuff. So anyway, Jacques Rougeau, he kind of runs, runs that gimmick out by, you know, mid-92. And so then, then they join him up with uh, with Pierre Roulette, and they become the, the Quebecers. And their theme song is how they're not Mounties, <laughs> because they're good at their jobs, which is awesome. Yeah. I like here where they're cutting promos. Yes! In French. I'm laughing. A, I don't know how someone got a hold of this full track. It still baffles my mind. How people, you know, I get some stuff where they can pull them for video games, but and source files, but I don't know how they get some of these old songs. Well, good for whoever did it. The Quebecers, we're not the Mounties. Uh, there you go. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll go from that to this. Yes. So I could have chosen I Go Blind, the song that uh, they ganked from Hootie. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> look at you, you scamp. Uh, Ocean Pearl, a song by Canadian rock group 5440. Now, wait a minute. No, I, hang on a second. Uh, Hootie ganked I Go Blind. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Did I say I Go Blind? Oh, I you could have. You could have used I Go Blind. That's right. 
Sorry. I could have used that. I Come on, man. Oh, disgusting. Step all over my great joke. I fucking hit a home run and you destroy it. Uh, so this is this is the third single from the album Smiling Buddha Cabaret. Uh, follow yes. the follow up to the single Assaholic. Oh, good old Assaholic. The first single being Blame Your Parents, which is awesome. Uh, this is, uh, according to the Wiki, the song was very successful in the band's native Canada. It is considered to be one of the band's signature songs. And if you want to know more about signature songs, there is a link that I will not click. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Probably explains what signature songs are. Yeah, and uh, I think we know. <laughs> I think we get it. Yeah, we, we understand what a signature song is. Um, good choice, 5440, one of my uh, favorites. I remember seeing them uh, play a Sunfest here in Winnipeg, in Gimli, sorry, not Winnipeg. And they, it was on the, when they were touring this album, and they all had a, they had the fucking sign from the Smiling Buddha Cabaret on stage with them, and it was awesome. I saw 5440 play at Super X in Ottawa in uh, probably, I'm guessing 2004, 04, 05. Was Dave again in the band at that point? I have no idea. Uh, the most important part about the show <laughs> is that, so they played inside of the arena. Okay. And you could sit in the stands of the arena for free. Yes. Or you could pay $10 and get to stand on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the floor is empty. They eventually just let us all down onto the floor. The band's all playing on the floor with no one standing around the stage. Everyone's just Not, sitting way back no watching them. Pay for <laughs> Poor dudes. That's, that's fucking sad. I felt <laughs> my favorite thing about uh, free things at the X was seeing a wrestling show at the X once. Oh yeah, it's all WWF all the X. Hey, there's like Skoko Nuna fought somebody. I can't even remember who. It was terrible. Hey, we that I was at that one. I went with I you. I know. That's yeah, great. I know. Uh, yeah. The X. There's there's things at the X here in Toronto that are playing this week, and I've forgotten already what they are. Yeah, but that X is the real. The 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 CNE the Canadian CNE is the real. I mean, oh my god! I mean, the big event. Come on. Oh, hey, that that, that <gasps> that's BMO Field now. That stadium. So also right. and also so many concerts that we've discussed already and in the future on uh, albums are dead on iTunes. Indeed. <laughs> so yes. there you go. Listen now, albumsaredead.com. Um, here's my next track for you. Oh. We got the Beatkiss. All right. Off 2017's Late Show. This is a song called T-Shirt. And uh, I just wanted to include it because it's a sassy song that I wanted you to hear. That's essentially it. Good album. Late show. The beat is fantastic. Total aside. Yes. Having nothing to do with Canada, stew wrestling, or anything. Are you familiar uh-huh. with the band The Midnight? The Midnight. Yeah. It rings a bell, but they're one of those. They're one of those like AD revival bands. Okay, one of the bigger ones, anyways. I feel like I feel like I feel like it does to me. I'd have to I'd have to check. Is it uh, like? Oh man. Anyway, like like if something I find on Bandcamp. Yes. 
Yeah, okay, probably then. Well, they're playing a couple of shows here, and I, I'm probably going to go to one out of principle. I not even know them that well, but just as genre, I feel like I have oh, to yeah. see this. I feel yeah, like it has just, to be I'm done. Yeah, let me do a quick check here on my uh, on my playlist that I have on my phone. I'm doing a quick... Uh, it is not Brother on. Midnight. It is The Midnight, a band. Oh, if it was Brother Midnight, oh, you that, fl- the, they, that dude should be it all in. You'd fly out here to see. You'd fly out here to see it. I do have a song on my es- essential synthwave playlist by The Midnight, "River of Darkness" featuring Time Cop, whatever. So that's that is a good track, and uh, you will enjoy yourself because um, it is fun to listen to. Uh, my next song. Here we go. Okay. Yes. You wash your face in my sink. In my sink. Yes. In my sink. In my sink. Sink. You wash your face in my sink. In my sink. Sink. You wash your face in my sink. Simplicity. All right. So we got some Dream Warriors. Of course. Wash your face in my sink. Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhere in the last week, God, I'm trying to remember who asked me. Someone was like. Are you fa- oh are you familiar with uh, old Canadian hip hop? And I'm like like what do you mean? And they're like <laughs> like Dream Warriors. Like well, yes. I, I, my answer was well yes, but also besides what Dream Warriors, Kish, and Maestro Fresh West, that would be the extent of my hip hop knowledge in Canada around that time. <laughs> There's, yeah, I mean those are the kind of ones that that, that kind of had hits. And, and fucking organized rhyme to a point. Farley Flex. Oh my. You're going deep. Well, he produced Snow. all of it. Snow, that's right. Anyways, Dream Warriors, this is from And Now the Legacy Begins. Uh, Classic. A great album that you should grab. I found a copy of it for $2 on vinyl in Los Angeles a few years ago. Greatest nice. vinyl find ever. Uh, and uh, I don't have anything else to say other than it was the lead single, and here we go. A breath while your brain rearranges. What I just spoke into a language called speech. You try to catch it, but, but you kind just of rap can't reach. You can play around your What's that? The kind of rap you could play around your parents. Yeah, you're like, see, it's intellectual, mom and dad. I'm yeah, lying. There's no swears. No, there isn't. Well, except in Do Not Feed the Alligators, where they say life's a bitch. That's true, hey? Yeah. Fuck, dream warriors. God damn it. <laughs> Shit, fuck. All right. All right, what do I got next? I, I, I think I mixed up my, uh, my order here in my notes. So hopefully what comes up next is what I'm anticipating. Without a doubt, I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Yo, yo, we walk the path, bring the wrath, best to the best. And we ready to blast, quick, fast, handle the task, and finish them off at any cost, no rules, just avoid the law. So we got the rascals. Uh-huh. Doing uh, Sharpshooter, open parenthesis, best of the best, close parenthesis, off 1999 Global Warning album. Uh, yes, it is a song about Brett and Matt Hart. Okay, so the first thing I love is that they put best of the best in it. That's not the line. Of course not. It's the best <laughs> there is. The best there was, the best there ever will be. Uh, I played this previously on The Sleepover, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to highlight it again for Stu. Because I know he can appreciate a song with Bret Hart at the start. Oh, uh, Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Oh, I just yawned. I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> Roman Reigns is the fucking worst. 
look at my look at my jumping punch and my fucking D'Lo Brown flak jacket. <laughs> like, come on. Well, he's your champ now. <laughs> he's not my champ. Uh, here's my next Taking song. Taking a stand. Yes. So, of course, we had to go with some Spirit of the West. You are, of course. Uh, this is Five Free Minutes, the opening track off 1993's Faith Lift. Yes. Uh, which is the and band. If you're uh, Megamix.com, uh, it might as well come out in 1997 because that's when you were listening to it. Uh, and it is the band's best-selling album. It includes their biggest Canadian top 40 hit, And If Venice Is Sinking, as we all know. Yes. I uh, don't have much else to say about it other than uh, loving this song. Uh, that is, of course, the uh, Faith Lift. Actually, I can, tell, I can tell you one more thing. It was released as a single, yes. uh, reaching number 55 on the RPM Top 100 on February 28th, 1994. All right. So. Good job, Spirit of the West. Or as we call it in the fandom, SOTW. <laughs> We sure do, us fans. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Your track what do, I got? what do I got next here? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So we got a... Uh... BC band called Peach Pit uh, with the track, the title track off their 2017 album Being So Normal. Just uh, a little bit of smoothness for you. And no, this band is not the Peach Pit from uh, 90210. Aw, damn it. Uh, that's the extent. I'm not able to find anything about them right now. I actually <laughs> took more extensive notes for next week's show. Oh, okay. I kind of winged right. this one a bit because I put it together at the last minute. But um, it's a band, it's a good album. You can find them on Bandcamp. It's good shit. Alright, my next one. You've already played this band. Yes. Alright, so I'm Mother Earth. Their yes. second appearance on this list. Uh, this is Raspberry off of their 1996 release, Scenery and Fish, an album you hated at first. I hated it. I, I liked One More Astronaut, got the album, and thought the album stunk. And then later that summer, got so into it. Here we go. Yes. Uh, my favorite part about... Song. Go on. My favorite part about the Wick Eye tells you the four singles yep. in order and when they were released. Single one, One More Astronaut, released 1996. Nice. Another Sunday released, 1996. Yes. <laughs> Used to be all right released, 1997. And <laughs> Raspberry, the last one released, 1997. <laughs> Great. Oh my gosh! I remember, you know, getting albums right, and you'd listen to them, and you, you know, like me, I made mixes, so I'd have an album, and I'd 
like let's say for scenery and fish so i liked one more astronaut i had the album it took me a couple months i came back to it my mixes all had all sorts of i'm other songs from that and then by the time i'm completely done with it they're all still putting out singles from that same album <laughs> so i'm like i'm just like i'm not done with it but you know like i've already kind of ran through the whole thing and there's all singles and of course then there's like like we were talking about before with spirit of the west it's like then there's bands where i get into them like way too late so it's like, oh, I was listening to that in 1997, three years later. So this song, of course, is about a man who falls in love with a raspberry. <laughs> that's, that's it. All right, it's over to you. Yeah, what, what do we got? Your track 11, do you even know what you got? I know what it is. Okay. So we got Lynn Lipton. Yes. Doing uh, their track fiercely codependent off 2004's I Slash O. Um, you know what? A highly underrated uh, follow up album. Like, oh, sorry, not follow up, third album. Highly under, highly underrated. I love this album. It's great. Great song. I, I'm digging this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to legally download or legally stream this one in the future. Right on. Uh, we are chemicals that don't mix well. Fiercely codependent. Great song. Check it out. Limb Lifter. Not around anymore, but fucking three, three. Well, their first album, not so great. Their, their second and third, fantastic. I think you'll like this next one. Okay. From the Wickeye, Any Day Now is the second single by Canadian band The Watchmen from their fourth studio album, Silent Radar, in 2011. The song was mm-hmm. featured in the opening montage, montage, of, montage. Hockey Night, of Hockey Night in Canada in the first game in Winnipeg of the returning Winnipeg Jets. Uh, and returning, is it in quotation marks? Because <laughs> it well, was they not... Lots of clips of the re- you know what I like? They showed a lot of clips of the real Jets in that video. Well, that's all they had. Well, of course. And they had people... That's all they still have. That's the real Jets. They had people they in like their, their sad-ass Winnipeg gear because they didn't have any jerseys available at the time. That video does not age well if you're like a... If you're of right sound and right mind, you know, like you look at it and you're like, look at these fucking marks... What I Fucking love, geeks all standing there in their jerseys, looking sad. <laughs> I love how then they would show these little clips of you know old real Jets players. Yes, and they would show like them on the ice, and then like a scene of them like sitting in the arena or like cross armed looking at the camera, and it's all well, like Dale Howard Chuck, yeah. and then Thomas yeah. Steen, and then Chris King. Yeah, what a history that team had. Jesus. Well, you see, it was like Dale Howardchuck, and he's looking all pensive, and it's like, but dude, your, your career's done. You played here. You played on the real Jets. <laughs> you coach another team. Like you, like what? What do you? What? You, it exi- it's not like you. You didn't exist until the Thrashers were moved to Winnipeg. You still existed. 
I al- anyway. I also love how because uh, now we have to go to Jets rant. <laughs> Oh, of course. I I've, love I've how, avoided this for months. How the Jets post that picture of uh, Patrick Liney and Timo Solani, and they're like, is there a more iconic duo? And Anaheim burns them by showing a picture of Solani and Korea. Yeah, they're my, so right. That my, was great. My favorite part, though, is how people, I'm sure in Winnipeg, are like, yeah, like they, they are totally iconic. And I thought, between the two of them, they've played five and a half seasons of hockey in Winnipeg. Yep. And that's iconic in Winnipeg. So anyways... Uh, that's that's Winnipeg for you. Anyway, uh, some Watchmen. Well done. Thanks. Uh, here's 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 a track for you guys. Track eleven. Enjoy this. Eleven. Twelve. Uh, oh wait, are we on twelve? You know what? You skipped eight. All so right. Just play eight. All right. <laughs> seven. You skipped seven. Jesus. Skip seven. Seven. Should have corrected me at the time. I got also confused. <laughs> what is this? This wouldn't be a sleepover episode if you didn't come slow. Yes. The song is Unkind. It's off their 2011 album, The Double Cross. The Wick Guy has this to say. Okay, you ready? Yes. Unkind is a song by Canadian rock group Sloan that was released as the first single from the band's 10th studio album, The Double Cross. Wow. That's, that's it. Amazing. Um, it did hit number eight on the Canadian Active Rock Chart and number 16 on the Canadian Alternative Rock Chart in 2011. So good job, Sloan. It's a fucking good song. Uh, you guys enjoy that on your three. Yeah. Nobody had hand claps. And you know what? A little bit of a sing-along. Cross that line. <laughs> that line. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh yeah. All right, this is a Hoxley. Hoxley Workman. Workman. Yes. Uh, this is Striptease off of 2001 release, open parentheses. Last night we were close parenthesis, sorry, the Delicious right. Wolves. The Delicious Wolves, you're uh, right. I love this track. Uh, it's saucy track. as hell. Uh, yes. Uh, aside from this song, uh, I'm seeing on the Wiki for the album that this album features performances by Sarah Celine. When I okay. worked in, when I worked in Ottawa, there was a dude there, and okay. he would just lie to people about everything. Like really? he loved to lie. So he was like, okay. "I'm a big time music producer, <laughs> working in what? this call center." Yeah. <laughs> no. There would be like Come club. On. There would be club nights. He'd be like, "Guys, show up at this club, and I'll be there, like DJing." And, uh, you know, I'll get you in. And people would show up and he all wouldn't be there. <laughs> and then he just, Jesus. and then he would make up some lie. But anyways, one of his lies, he's like, Sarah Sleen's my girlfriend. <laughs> How have you never told me this story before? And then someone one day was like, oh, dude, like, check out this track. And uh, he puts the earphones Yo, on. no he idea. Put this song on. And he's like, oh, this is great. What is this? And they were like, it's your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had to talk to him about his lying. Like, I had to... Really? I, yes, I, we had to have a conversation about his lying. Oh, my God. Yes, That's I was like... I've never heard of this. Because it's like, he didn't lie about work things. 
So I couldn't. It was a distraction, though. Yeah, so I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, um, I couldn't really take any action about it, right? Because he's not lying about work stuff. But I'm like, you know, you need these people who you work with. Like he was supervising with people. Oh my god! And it's like you, you need to have people rely on you. So you, you know, when you tell lies, stop making up stories. Don't lie. So I know, of course, it, that's it, fantastic. 2018, I, I know a job that would probably uh, work wonders with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so let's go to track 12. Oh, so you want to talk about the greatest, uh, the greatest song ever written by, ever performed by Canadian. <laughs> yes. Ever. Your track 12 is, is it. Let's hear it. Hi. Sorry to call so late. I just... I was missing you and I just wanted to talk. Maybe we can talk tomorrow. Make up your mind. Don't you want me like a uh, this is a song called I Just Want You. Performed by Tris Stratus. Off of 2004's WWE Originals album. Oh my god. And my favorite part about this song is that you guys are gonna have to listen to this on your road trip. <laughs> no stopping, no skipping. <laughs> I'm just, I'm doing a quick, uh, you know, I'm pulling up the wick eye here. Because I got I to gotta talk more about this album. So in 2004, uh, WWE put out an album um, uh, called WWE Originals. It was a soundtrack album, and it was um, comprised of songs, original songs, written, recorded by various WWE wrestlers. So let's... Let's take a look at this track listing. <laughs> it starts out with segments, I believe, with Steve Austin. One called Where's the Beer? Is one called Ass? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, we have the Dudley Boys, apparently, perform a song called We've Had Enough. Ray Mysterio, Crossing Borders. Uh, Kurt Angle, I Don't Suck. <laughs> Open parenthesis, really, close parenthesis. Uh-huh. Um, this one I'm interested in, When I Get You Alone by Lita. Um... It, one that looks really great, though, would be We Lie, We Cheat, We Steal by Eddie Chapel. Well, we know that one. I did listen to the Jericho song, It Sounds Like Fozzie. What's this Jericho song called? Don't You Wish You Were Me. Oh, right. And your favorite, uh, there's obviously John Cena's basic thugonomics. Uh-huh. But my favorite has to be uh, Rikishi doing a song called <laughs> Put a Little Ass on It. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in the end, I had to choose between uh, Chris Jericho and Trish. I went with Trish. It's so bad. Again, because Vince just can't have them wrestle. No. He's like, they gotta gotta sing. It's an entertainment Uh, company. We put out entertainment. This would have won Worst Songs Tournament. I don't know, man. This is worse than Bret Hart's song. I don't think so. Her voice is terrible. At least on Brett's, he's just talking. What was this stupid song called again? Uh, what? Never been a right time to say goodbye? Oh, God. Probably about some rat he was banging. Uh, I don't know which one. I've read his book. There are so many. <laughs> there are so many. And then he, he, he'll he talk about the ones that he turned down like he's some sort of good guy. Oh, he's a good, what a good guy he is. I just thought about Julie. Well, not all the time. <laughs> you know... If Brett could, he, he should have just get, got Bruce a job. Then yeah. he would have been a real good guy. Also, of course, uh, you know, Jim the Anvil Neidhart died. 
uh, that's right. Last, we didn't talk about since that. Since the last episode, maybe we'll talk about it more next week. But, uh, yeah. you know, Brett had some good things to say on Twitter, which kind of fell a little flat with me because I just finished reading his book. Yeah, he was. Uh, he wasn't too kind to the bigger rhino. He wasn't book, like down. I was down on him and some other but people, but like, no. yeah, but not at all. Well, so. Big Jim had Big Jim struggled with uh, many things throughout his career. So you know there and uh, but but uh, you know so I could see how they wouldn't always be in such a positive light in Brett's book. But uh, yeah, R.I.P. and peace to the big rhino. The big rhino, the big bastard. Big bastard. <laughs> all right, here's our next song. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Yes. This, of course, is Bandages by Hot Hot Heat. Yes. Uh, this song, I mean, I'm sure Stu will know a number of the other songs. He may know this one because it was... Uh, it was a pretty popular single in the UK, only reaching number twenty-five. But with the indie crowd, it was uh, it was a big one. Oh yes, yeah, hot hot heat was 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 hot. Had a lot of heat. <laughs> Not with me. They were over with me. They were over with you. That's right. Well, that's what I meant. I, I meant they didn't. I actually got that really wrong, so I apologize. <laughs> no. Well, they had they had good heat. That's correct. Baby face heat. Not cheap heat. Go. No, or or heel heat. <laughs> All right, Good choice. Uh, we got to get this fucking thing going. My God, uh, here's a here's a here's a cover song for you of one of your faves. Yes. We got retrograde. Uh, we saw them a uh, cover of Peter Gabriel's "Digging in the Dirt" off. Uh, 2000s headphones EP, though in my notes I wrote it, it's off 200s headphones EP, Ooh. so this is a really old song. Bah, bah, baby. They don't pay me to think. They pay me to be tough. Um, yeah, Retrograde, who we saw at the, in, in, in Aussies many years ago, and it was awesome. Here we go. But really, yes. when it's all said and done, Retrograde, a band of no real consequence. No, no. They had one album that was okay, and they had this EP that had a good cover of Digging in the Dirt. That's about it. Somehow, we've actually worked them in a f- multiple times on the sleepover, though, because <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, here's another band that we're going to work multiple times into this list. Okay. Are you? So uh, this is False Alarm by Sloan from 2003's Action Packed, P-A-C-T. Yes, Yes, Packed to Action. uh, It was not a single or anything like that. It's just a song that I really liked and then didn't think about for a long time. And then a couple of years ago was just listening to Sloan randomly on uh, Spotify and was like, that's a fucking great song. Uh, yes, indeed. This one was written by uh, Jay Ferguson. It was. And uh, I, I have nothing else to say. Here we go. Yes. 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 Yes.
Well, like Gorilla Monsoon says, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, folks. We are. Um, my second last track, here's some Toronto flavor for you. Drake? It's oh. oh, shit. Uh, was my had my number one song of 2017. Yes, Baby Girl with It's Getting Late. This is uh, another track off their uh, As You Wish EP, and it's good shit, and it's got a funny cover. And I don't have much to say. Just go listen to Baby Girl. They're awesome. Here we go. Yes. All right. Uh, before I play this next song, okay. Uh, if you are from Winnipeg. I am. Uh, and you are kind of a sensitive soul. <laughs> oh, no. Especially about <laughs> things that could be said about your city. Oh, you my God. Probably, you know this one. You probably shouldn't. You should cover your ears or fast forward a couple of minutes. Okay. Yes. All right, so of course, the weaker ends. Yes. With one great city, exclamation point. Yes. Um, totally about Winnipeg, where they are from. Uh, and not compliment. No, not at all. Here we go. A thousand sharpened elbows in the underground. Oh, for now. In the yeah. underground. If, if some people have their way, they'll keep the underground. Well, I, I have a feeling that, well, I mean, listen, this, this referendum is non-binding. So it's like... Why the fuck are you doing it? Just for fun. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, and it's going to get shot down. The suburbs will decide that they don't want to spend, the city to, the city to spend money, that they'll spend doing something else on this. So, fuck it. Dumb. So, there you go. It's a song about things that suck about Winnipeg. Uh, I love Winnipeg, but everything in this song, totally true. Absolutely. Uh, so, that's all I got. Oh, wait. Is this is the line that I wanted to play? Here we go. The guess who sucked? The Jets were lousy anyway. <laughs> no, yes. no, awesome. no, no. The guess who didn't suck? They were awesome. Yes, you're correct. All right. Uh, that 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 is that is. Uh, but you know, it's still a good song. Okay, so we come to the last track. I I put a little a little uh, theme through this, and you're thinking, what else could I possibly do? <laughs> what else could I bring to the table of little gems from the wrestling world? that are Canadian related or uh, well, are Canadian artist. I fucking found this and I, I almost fucking died cause it's so bad. Here we go. Here's how I ended off track 15. Let it run for a second. All right. No. Yep. No. <laughs> we have got them. Oh my god. Uh, 2008 WWE The Music Volume 8, which I didn't know existed. Theory of a Dead Man doing Vince McMahon's theme, No Chance in Hell. 
thank God they never went to this. Oh my God. Theory of a Dead Man is fucking ass. Like, they, they're just terrible. This is, like, you know what? It's, they're like, they're like a worse version of Nickelback, which is pretty bad. And oh my God. Covering a, a song that, you know, honestly, musically is pretty shitty to begin with, but at least it's iconic. All just ruining it. Ugh, disgusting. Oh, and now I have to listen to that fucking song too now. Dog I, shit. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Again, a shout out to Stu. He'll enjoy that. All right, my last tune. Well, we're going to have this one play us out, so I'll just tell you right away. Uh, it's The Boy Who Could Explode. Nice. By Matthew Good from 2009's Vancouver. A tremendous album. Uh, Good choice. A great track, though at seven minutes, I'd say runs about two minutes long. I actually did like the, the slip edit of this one once for a mix CD. Nice. And it, and it worked out nicely. I took out like the little slow part in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just a nice little radio edit. And then it's really tight. But anyways, song's yeah, well, fucking hey, tight you know anyways. Hey, look at you, a music producer. There you go. That is correct. Uh, the only thing I can read about this from the Wick guy. Uh, months prior to the announcement of this album, uh, yes. The Boy Who Could Explode was previewed for fans on Good's website on Christmas Day in 2007. So I, I remember that. <laughs> you got up and ran straight to the computer. No, but I saw it a couple days later and it was awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's it uh, for this edition of the Mezzanine Sleepover. Next week, more music. Yeah, we're doing a couple music episodes in a row. Next week, we're going to do the fifth installment of the Grab Bag Music Challenge. I have come up with 15 different categories. We're going to see what you and I come up with for those categories. It's going to be a tight time. A very tight time. And so uh, me and Stu are going to enjoy this music. We will tell you how we feel about it when we see you in Chicago in a couple Excellent. of weeks. Uh, and until then, we've got next week's sleepover for you to look forward to. Also, of course, check out Albums Are Dead, our new yes. podcast. And Yeah, this week up. we're going to be talking about uh, Hearts, Dreamboat Annie. That's right. comes out on Thursday, so subscribe to that one on iTunes or go to albumsaredead.com for all your Excellent. information on that. For this show, mezzaninesleepover.com and at mezzaninesleepover on Twitter. I am your pal, Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. I'm at megamix.com. We'll see you next week. Good night. <laughs>